0: Recording live from the Northeast Georgia Business Radio X Studio, this is Northeast Georgia Business Radio. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Northeast Georgia Business Radio. I'm your host, Tom Sheldon, and yeah, we're coming to you live from the beautiful Empower College and Career Center of Jackson County. I've got a studio full today. I actually have a producer, and I have three guests at the same time. We, uh, we actually ran out of headphones, folks, and they're laughing already because the producer left the mic on. But, you know, they, these guys will admit it's very hard to get good help these days. But that's a whole different podcast. I have with me today the Brain Tr- I'm going to go with the Brain Trust. They'll correct me quickly if I'm wrong. The Brain Trust of Trades Education Center. I have with me Chris Griffin, Tim Davis and Keith Dorton. Gentlemen, welcome to the Northeast Studio. Yeah, thank you for having us.
1: Absolutely. You're on live. Happy to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Y'all don't sound like you want to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Is he ever going to shut up and introduce us?
0: (laughs) I think the mics make us nervous. Is that what it is? Right,
2: yeah. It's a new experience.
0: Tim, Chris, Keith, welcome. Okay, who's going for it first? Trades Education Center. What in the world have you gotten yourselves into? I said brain trust. Am I right on that? Yeah, uh, sure. It's
1: flattering. Is it flattering? Yeah, it's flattering at the least. I wasn't trying to flatter y'all. But <laughs> we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Yeah, we. Uh, this started with Chris a couple of years ago, kind of an idea. He and Tim had conversations, as do a lot of people in the trades, about how difficult it is to find help. Chris had kind of brainstormed this idea of what it would be like to to trade to train people. Wrote it down, kind of mulled over it took it to a family member and was given all the usual verbiage about what education is supposed to look like and said, I'm not doing that and shelved it. Yeah, That's that, a, that yeah, about right. yeah. And then about a year later, I guess, mm-hmm. brought the idea back out because he and I had reconnected through another venture that I'd had. And he reached out to me and had gone back to Tim as well and said, I, maybe we should try it again. Reached out to me and said, well, you're a recovering public educator, and uh, <laughs> and you've sorry. got some other skills that are useful. So let let's see what we can do.
3: And I think a lot of that, you know, Tim and I have a, a kind of unique, two different perspectives on the same industry, and we see saw that there's such a need, such a high barrier to entry, and all that stuff. That it just kind of once him and I started talking about, it, it was like a why is this not already being done
0: kind of kind of thing. I want to hear about those backgrounds, Tim. You and Chris are in a similar industry. Yeah, can I would we, say. Can we call it that way? Say it that way.
2: Yeah, it's the it's the same industry, just different part different of side it. of it. Yeah, I'm wholesale wholesale plumbing supply. Okay, and Chris is the plumber, so mm-hmm. he's the you can plug end plug user. the businessman. Yeah, Gainesville, One Nelson Company, Gainesville, Georgia. We focus probably more on the uh, commercial side of things and service side of things. We do a fair amount of residential new construction, but it, we really focus on uh, commercial new construction. I got you.
3: Yeah, there's really kind of three different beasts in our industry. Yeah. There's service, and then there's residential new construction and commercial new construction, which yep. are typically, not always, but in majority of times are actually three different companies. There are companies that do all of it, but
2: usually you specialize in one, or the, yeah. one of those. Yeah, I'd say that... We all, all of me and all of my competitors, we all say we do all of it, but right. you, each one of us will specialize, in it depends you find on your, yeah, yeah, your personnel, you know, the companies that you that you get along with. Sure, it, you know, I say who you G haul with. You, you, uh, you whoever you G haul with, who so you do business with. You, yeah, you can definitely so, say that. Yeah. yeah,
0: you from around here? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from uh, somewhere in Wisconsin. I say "Jee-haw" all the time. Right. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, Chris, you get all the pieces and you put them together. You yeah. get the pieces from Tim. Yep. And then you put yep. them all together.
3: Yeah, and we only do residential and commercial service. And we have a bunch of commercial accounts that we take care of locally within about 30 miles of, of our area here in Jefferson, and then a bunch of, of course, residential stuff also. We don't do any new construction for a multitude of reasons. But
0: I hear you. That is another podcast. It right? is. It really is. Like, that's so <laughs> another podcast. podcast. Yeah. Tim and
3: I always joke that seems to be like a race to the bottom. And if anybody's yeah. involved in residential construction, I think they would all understand that somebody comes in In and Any
0: type of industry in new construction yeah. is. Yeah. I'll do it for 500. I'll do it for four. I'll do it for three. I'll do for Yeah. And that's yeah. exactly what happens. And that's. Fight for the bottom. Yeah. Not, not really interested <laughs> in So it. you've listened to my podcast before, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> uh, I'm looking right at you, man. You're not a plumber. No. How in the world they've got pictures of you or something?
1: Don't they? <laughs> if they do, I have no idea what they are. Oh. But Chris and I go back a, a, a while, but we reconnected. Gosh, the fall of 2022. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, when I was in another venture and reached out to him as a potential advertiser for something I was working on, and then a couple months later, he's like, "How'd that go?" And I was like, "Oh, it's an abysmal failure." But oh. I learned a lot from it. Uh, learned a lot from the people I was working with. Learned a lot about. Yeah, reaching out to new businesses or old businesses, either one. Just talking to people, getting to know their businesses. Mm -hmm. Through that, that kind of helped me with what we're doing now. Chris said, I could really use somebody with your background long term. And also, he wanted some help with graphic design Mm -hmm. for Mastercraft. So Mm kind of went from there. And then after he told me the story about kind of sharing it with a family member about what education is supposed to look like, that's when I jumped in and started researching, okay, well, what is it that is done right now with trades? There are programs like here at the Empower Center okay. that are doing an awesome job, oh, yeah. but yeah. honestly, they're few and far between, Oh yeah, especially post-high school. was about like young adult. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Well, adult period. I guess. Absolutely. So uh, there's only three three technical schools in the state of Georgia that offer a plumbing program. Wow. Mm-hmm. The yeah. enrollment numbers are pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, certainly. And I think it speaks to what Chris and Tim have both taught me is the barrier to get into the, pub- into the plumbing industry. It's very high. You have to know someone. You have to be willing to put up with a lot of stuff your first year, both physically and metaphorically. <laughs> sometimes, that's probably yeah. not a pun, but <laughs> <Okay>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's just not there's not a whole lot of emphasis being put out there for anybody, let alone young people, that there are opportunities right uh, in this arena. So learn a
3: skill. And I think that's what we talked about, Tim, and I know you don't have to touch on it a hundred times, is the kind of lack of understanding in how big our industry actually is. Right. Opportunity. Uh, Tons of opportunity. You know, everybody sees plumber and they think, oh, I'm going to be unclogging toilets all the time. And Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. such a small sliver of what our industry offers, whether it be sales or distribution or even new construction, the service side of things. There's so many different details to what we do that it's not, like I said, just a misunderstanding of what our industry is.
2: Yeah, I I completely agree with that. I think that there it's unfortunate where we're like the forgotten industry, mm-hmm. especially when you the mechanicals, HVAC. There's tons of schooling. There's the owners of companies will pay for you to go to school. There's electricals the same way, plumbing that just doesn't exist. There's it's a few union companies down around Atlanta that will send you to union schooling, but those are here in Georgia, right to work state. That's few and far between we're trying to figure out how do we how do we fix that you either right. got to be a like i'm third generation plumber chris is second generation and that's pretty much the norm you either like you said a family member or a friend is how you how you get in and and we've got like uh we missed a generation guys my age there aren't a, aren't a whole lot of them in the right. business in their early 30s or, or mid to late 20s or that we kind of skipped that it generation. just wasn't cool enough you're right. Yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. And
3: it was actually, you know, to some extent, it was actively discouraged. Yeah. Right? Like through through high school, not, not bad-mouthing high school programs by any means. I know for a long time, late 90s, mid-2000s, it was definitely a, if you don't take a certain route, you're going to have more struggles than mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the trade schools were,
0: were very much. Okay. Yeah. That started really in the mid-80s, Yeah, if not mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you have to go get a four year degree, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. yeah, you're
2: gonna live in a van down by the river exactly. If you don't. Yeah, exactly.
0: And at times, all of us we're all small business owners, we're all successful. At times, that van's looking really good, you know. Yeah. what? Sometimes, I'm just saying. Sometimes I mean, I, yeah. yeah, the idea of scars, showing
3: up and mopping scars. somewhere sounds good. I yeah, know, just,
0: just be that guy,
3: yeah, just for a few days, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. and
1: and all of that kind of came to fruition in the early. 2000s when some of the school districts and even the state started considering just yanking the the vocational diploma mm-hmm. from right, high schools. Right. And so when you take that opportunity out of the mix, you're completely ignoring a significant sector of the economy mm-hmm. and providing a pipeline of the next generation. I saw that as a teacher and I thought so what's the solution there? So now we're going to do a 2-year, 4-year plumbing degree because that's not going to happen. So that's the result, and that what we have now is the result of that. So that we have a lot of kids, a lot of young people just don't even know. Sure, they don't even know, and they've got a lot of people have awesome degrees. I have a couple of them, but that doesn't mean that you're know, necessarily helping in certain ways.
0: I agree. I've always said college
1: is not for everyone. I was one of those. I never went to college. I
0: retired when I was forty-six. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I was not a plumber. That's, that sounds... I'd, I'd have probably retired at 42. If I, was. <laughs> I was about to say that kind of sounds familiar for our industry. So, yeah, yeah. No, just, just saying, just saying. All right, guys, Trades Education Center, we gotta get we got to get serious about that. Where are we at on that? What are some goals, some hopes, some plans? What will we accomplish?
1: What are we going
0: to accomplish?
1: Talk to me, gentlemen. So we started with plumbing because it was the natural place to start with Chris and Tim's background. Absolutely. We are able to put a small group, six apprentices. We were able to put them through as kind of a set of guinea pigs this past fall. Worked on the curriculum. Chris gave us a spot, and so did Tim, to come and do classes at their two facilities. Did the guinea pigs survive? Yes. Okay,
0: they're still around. They're still around. Well, guinea pigs, you never know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they, they were all already employed so that we had a captive audience, but, but we wanted to walk them through it to see what it was like, to see if it'd be valuable. And for Chris and Tim to go, okay, here's what these guys are actually learning. Is it going to work? We almost made it through the whole the whole curriculum mm-hmm. a- until we got excited about getting our own facility. Wow. Uh, we were in talks with a place and we decided to put the guys on hold and say, okay, we're going to get a facility and then we're going to bring you back for the last couple of sessions. Because part of it was we kind of needed a facility mm-hmm. to get the last couple of sessions done. It's been on hold, but we do have a facility. We signed the papers and December? January. December, yeah. yeah, December. Yeah. Sign the papers, two years we've got to, to make a run at it. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we got a f- few classrooms in, funny enough, and an Former Jackson County Elementary School. Nice. And so we got four big old classrooms that we're currently remodeling. That we're probably going to be go working on this afternoon. (laughs) So we've we have space. We have the plans. We have we have manufacturing partners who have thrown supplies, materials, tools, tools, support, all those types of things. They've thrown our direction to help us make a run at it. And then we're going around meeting with schools. I met here at the Empower Center, and right. I met with Dr. John and and talked with him about you know how we can partner with not just Empower, but Jackson County, Hall County, Barrow, and partner with them to say, look, we, we have an opportunity. Yeah. There is another option for kids that want to do something. So that's another aspect. So the plan is this year, we're hoping that we have time to fit in a spring project, uh, which Chris Chris will tell you what a project is in a minute, but a spring project and then a summer and a fall. So we're looking at eight to 12 apprentices each go through. And if we can get that, I think we'll be in really good shape. If we get more, then great. We're really talking to the schools to figure out what's going to work best. Do we need to have morning classes, afternoon classes, after work classes? What's going to work best for the apprentices? If we need more, then we'll Open up more sessions.
0: How long is the curriculum?
1: Six, eight weeks,
0: two months, a year,
3: two right, years. Right now, we've been playing with twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. Um, that gives us time. In, in about that twelve-week time frame, what we've seen is we can give, we can take a student, which we call an apprentice. Sure. Vocabulary is a big deal, so getting those students ready and start to understand the vocabulary that we use in trades, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, is an important part of what we're doing. So their apprentices, that they're, they're not cohorts, if you will, or whatever. They're projects because when you're on a construction, you're on a project and you see that project through to completion from the ground up kind of mentality. So what we can do is we can take a student who literally doesn't know the difference between a Phillips and flathead screwdriver, and we can put them through our course and graduate them to a point of what we feel is about a one-year helper, a one-year apprentice level. So he's not going to be able to go into a service company and run a van. He's not going to be able to go down to Atlanta and, you know, lay out high rises, but he will be able to really be able to show up and have a a huge amount of value. He doesn't have to be trained on what pipe is, what fittings are, what tools are. Right. Yeah. And he will have hands-on experience, manufacturer certifications when they graduate, um, because all of our stuff is hands-on. So we don't just talk about it. We do it. Whatever the current thing that we're talking about is, we actually physically do.
1: Yeah. And from the education background, uh, we've had the conversation, you know, there's a lot out there in terms of online learning these days. And that's, that's great. For certain things. I kind of, a few weeks ago, I said, yeah, well, online learning is good for online jobs. Hands-on learning is for hands-on jobs. And you you can't fake hands-on work (laughs) through an online module. And that's the big focus of what we're doing. And, And I know we said guys and men, but a big part of what we were trying to do is attract female apprentices. Because... As Chris and Tim have both dealt with, especially Chris on the service end, uh, with having customers who are female, single customers, uh, older adults, they might be a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. not having some gruff, <laughs> oh yeah, some big gruff plumber show up at the door. Yeah, it might be nice to have a female plumber come in, absolutely, to just make them, just give them that extra level of, I guess, at ease, mm-hmm. peace oh, of yeah. mind. Oh yeah, and so that's another thing that we're going to work on is attracting uh, females to the the plumbing industry and not just plumbing. The goal is to move out of that, or in addition to that, into electrical, HVAC, masonry, whatever we can find.
0: The building industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: I got to go back. I
0: think you you danced around a little bit. You kind of talked about it. Why do you need a facility to begin with? Can't you just do this on Zoom calls and stuff? I know you just touched on that. You kind of stole my thunder,
1: Keith. Thanks. Appreciate (laughs) that. Why do you need a facility? Oh, we got a facility. So? Well, you do. You have to put your hands on things. Chris taught me this very early on when he and I were talking about the school. In terms of plumbing, there's so many aspects of fittings that are feel. You have to know what it feels like to know if it's connected right or if you're feeling the flow of fluid, whatever that might be, Uh, pressure, fitting, tightness of fittings, pressure, all those things have to do with feel. You can't do that on a computer screen. You just can't. Having a real facility where they can see pipes, That are connected. They can connect the pipes themselves. They can cut the pipes themselves. They can use all the the tools that we have. You can't do that online. You have to have it in person. Your students
0: are physically doing that. Absolutely. You got stuff mocked up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We were actually, we
3: have a. That's why you need the facility. Yeah. We have a wall. We were laying out the wall, trying to understand the difference between a, a backflow and an RPZ or a Watts 223 or a Watts 25 AUB, highly plummeted. pretty stuff. much just lost earlier <laughs> Yeah, well, no, but yeah. to, 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 to speak But they're not that. your
0: students yet. Right. <laughs> right. they need to be to learn. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. And
3: to speak into that is, yeah, I mean, you, you can use the vocabulary all day long, but until you see those things and you feel those things and you understand how they go together with everything else, the whole system— <laughs> You could show up on a job site and instantly everybody would be like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, yeah. He said all the right words, but he doesn't know what he's doing. He has no clue. No clue. Well, so our layout on our wall is, is all very – because you can over-tighten things in our industry. It's actually more common that you over-tighten something and break it because you think tighter's better, and that's that's actually not the case. Right. You know what I mean? So,
1: And actually, uh, we can speak to that in two ways. One was back, uh, the the apprentices that we had go through in the fall. We had – a couple guys that were from the service side and a couple guys that were from the wholesale supply side. And so each of them learned something different. The supply side guys that worked with Tim, they saw, oh, I see all these things when I'm putting orders together. That's what those do. Or that's how you work with them, which is really neat to hear and see them talk about that. And the guys on the service side were like, well, that's what that's called. That's how I'm supposed to order that? It was really neat to see that interaction between them. And I think that also speaks to what Chris said, which is there are people who have read a book or read a code manual and have taken a test, and they've gotten a license. They haven't touched a single plumbing fixture ever, and yet they have a license or something. They've at least passed a test. And so that's the scary part. We want to prevent that. We want to have more people in the field that actually have actual experience before they get out there.
2: And part of the reason why we got this facility is we had to have, we're going to have a live Wet room, basically, is what we're calling it. We're going to be able to install different plumbing fixtures, install water heaters. We're going to have gas ran to the water heaters, so you can fire them up. We're going to test everything for leaks. We're going to put backflows in and purposely make them fail, and then you're going to figure out how to put them back together. Why did they fail? Right. I think we missed a, a good point. Is currently how you learn in this industry oh. is you're you're mm-hmm. thrown to the wolves. Yeah. You're hired. There's no training at all. You're stuck in a truck with somebody who your your job is to help them and hope that you learn something in the process. They're not going to teach you anything. But their job is not to teach you. Yeah, they're they're on yeah. commission or hourly. They're right. trying to knock the job out. They're getting done. Right? That's right. And yeah. you're there to help, but you hopefully you learn something in the process and become a plumber at the end of the day. So what we're seeing is you take 18-year-old kid, stick him in the truck with a guy who's been doing this for 20, 30 years, and there's this revolving door because yeah. it's tough because they're going to call you every name in the book. They're going to throw stuff at you. That you're, <laughs> you know, you're an idiot because you don't know. And they're not thinking that 20, 30 years ago, they were an idiot. They too. were the idiot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, really, where this all came about is an effort. to ha- how, do we, how do we fix that? Because it, I don't have time to train people properly. I'm right. a six-man operation that is it does quite a bit in sales. So we're stretched thin. So I, I have the same issue that the the plumbing companies do there. Everybody's stretched thin because we don't oh, have yeah. we have tons of industry, tons of plumbing going on all over in our area yeah. and not enough people to do the job. So there's definitely not enough time to do training, hmm. which is awful. Hopefully, um, we can provide when Chris says you'll be a the equivalent to a one year helper when the when you get done with the 12 weeks of our class. That's what he's talking about. So what you absorb through a year of Good of, luck. Uh, yeah, of uh, hopefully figuring it out on your own hopefully we can in 12 weeks we can skip all of that. So you're going you're going to get in the van with this guy and you're going to blow his mind. He's going to think you're an idiot and then you're going to show him you're not. You're going to you're going he's going to start to put in a water heater and you're going to start bringing the right tools. You're going to start bringing the right fittings cuz you already know cuz you've already done it. Yeah. You can think ahead. So it really should be very interesting for plumbing companies in our area, for wholesalers in our area, for rep agencies. It's a huge step forward. I wish I would have had an opportunity like that when I was a teenager, to
3: well, the the two apprentices that we put through, that Mastercraft put through the school, that we put them through that first program, I should say, is they had been with us about six months, and they were picking up and learning on things, and they were the technicians that we had that they've been writing with since then have been like, hey, and they were they were actually learning stuff. They actually they saw a difference. They, there was a, a difference. Positive difference. Them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: perfect.
1: I mean, they they got to sweat copper. They got to sweat mean, copper. That
3: I mean, that was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I well, got to do it too. <laughs> use drills. And like you said, so much of this stuff is, is hands-on. You know, we joke about it. If, if you're on top of a ladder and you're trying to drill a hole through a ceiling plate and you got the wrong kind of drill, you're on the wrong side of it and it catches an nail and slaps you in the face. You can't learn that in an online module. You like, <laughs> it's only when you get a bloody lip that you learn that, you know, so right. that's, that's part of it.
1: I'm glad Tim mentioned that because mm-hmm. that's the other, the other side of what we're approaching in terms of finding apprentices is talking to local plumbing companies and saying, look, we're trying to get apprentices to come to us from the high school when they graduate or maybe even senior year, second semester, senior year, or after they graduate. But hey, your local plumbing company, you have somebody brand new you want us to train, send them to us. Yeah, right. let's make it
2: part of the onboarding process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. What does it cost you? You've got a helper in the van with this guy, and he doesn't know anything at all. He's driving the dude crazy. They're bickering back and <laughs> forth. You're paying him. You can't, I mean, let's be real. You can't hire anybody for less than $18 an hour yeah, or whatever. You pay paying bucks an hours, yeah. full benefits, and he doesn't know anything. He's riding around screwing up half of what he touches. So you pay us for a 12-week program as part of your onboarding process, and you've just... Jump right ahead. Now he's productive and he's yep. making you money instead of costing you money. Yep. And he's probably going to stick around because he knows a little bit. Yeah, right. and it's you frustrating
3: when you
0: don't know. Sure, that's mm-hmm. a good reason to leave. Yep. Yeah, it mm-hmm. really is.
3: And that's what you know. I've seen that in my Me own too. company. Like, yeah. and unfortunately, man, like you said, we don't have time to train. Like, right. you got to go ride with the, as Tim would say, the, the old curmudgeon guy, and <laughs> <laughs> he's going to yell at you for not knowing everything he
2: knows. So. I wouldn't want to hang out through that. You know? No one wants to feel stupid. Right. We're empowering them. Yeah. We're giving them an education this is empowerment. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I was yes. going to no, say please. too.
1: With that is these two and the research I've done as well. We know the numbers in terms of the plumbing industry itself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look good, especially for Georgia. Georgia has one of the highest needs per capita across the United States when it comes to plumbing. That's per the what was that? That was the Business Bureau, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, it, I can't remember which organization that was, but the average age, I think Chris knows that one. The,
3: the rough numbers, and I'm sure somebody will eventually say, I saw that, but the rough numbers <laughs> that everybody goes by is about 60% of licensed plumbers in the state of Georgia, master plumbers, are over the age of 60. Oh, wow. Yeah, and there's about 3,200 master plumbers in the state. Yeah. Wow. So it, per capita, it's a very low, like I said, it's the lowest in the nation for licensed plumbers. There are a lot of people out there doing plumbing that are not licensed. The oh, way that the structure course. is is kind of right. weird. But yeah, so they're, a large majority is heading into the
0: retirement realm. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys have some corporate backing, do you not? hmm mm-hmm. See, when I hear that, you've shared a little bit with me outside the studio. I think of staying power right away, entities with vested interest. Mm-hmm. You're going to be around a while.
2: Yeah, I mean, we have every major manufacturer that I've reached out to for support has pretty much said, "What do you need?" And, yeah, um, it's really been on us to you know, go. What do we need? You know, because <laughs> when we have, there's no it blueprint. A good question. Or, right? <laughs> what do we need? But like, we'll send them a
3: list and be like, "Hey, how about this?" And they're like, "Yeah, okay." And it's like, "Oh, okay."
2: Yeah, you yeah. You, you kind of uh, expect to get some kickback or hit some red tape, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, "Okay, you yeah. know, you just get two pallets of material delivered, and go tell me when you need some more." Okay. okay, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, that has been very – it's been a cause for optimism for us as well is the, uh, to get that support from the industry is huge. And especially who those manufacturers are. Yeah, we're – you know, A.O. Smith is the probably the largest water heater manufacturer. Odie is – They pretty much own the rough plumbing side. Watts is huge. That's all your devices. American Standard. Yeah, American Standard. That's the the gold standard for commercial plumbing products. Heavy hitters, they're invested.
0: Your apprentices, they're using the best, the highest quality products. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Materials,
2: yeah. tools yeah. to learn. Yeah, yeah. Milwaukee oh, yeah. tools. Milwaukee tools. Yeah, Milwaukee tools has been great. They yeah. gave us all kinds of tools for the first group of apprentices. Yes. So when the apprentices graduate, part of the
3: program is you actually get a tool bucket that is full of hand tools. It's no power tools, but it's pretty much every hand tool that you need to be a really effective helper apprentice level position. If a guy showed up with that box, with that bucket of tools, I'd be like, okay. This guy's good. You're all right. Yeah, I'd (laughs) just be excited about it. He's
0: either really
1: good or he's really bad.
0: Yeah. yeah, Nothing uh, in between. Nothing in between. (laughs) He fakes it well. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, 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 absolutely. Well,
1: and it's been encouraging for me from the education side to when Tim and Chris are saying, okay, these are the companies we're we're reaching out to. I am going and doing the research on those companies. They're already in the education space. They're already actively putting out there educational videos, educational products, along with what they make. They know the need is there. Mm -hmm. The problem is for them, they don't have a good outlet because as Chris and Tim know, most of the plumbers out there, they know what they're doing. They don't need an educational video about the new AO Smith. I'm already Why a plumber. Why do I need to learn? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Or like you said,
3: or the opposite is they really need to be learning. <laughs> well, that's true too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they're not. They're not staying updated because our industry does change. Like our the materials mm. change. The in, the technology is changing. Just yeah. like any other industry. Yeah. Codes and standards. change. changes. changes. Yeah. 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 And and what you can use and what falls out of favor and what we see failing and all that stuff, it does change. So yeah. so staying up to date and not just being stuck in it and saying, well, this is the way we did it 30 years ago. way we always done it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right.
2: <laughs> Get a lot of that. Get a yeah. lot of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet
3: you do. Oh, I
0: bet you do. How do, how does a, uh, first of all, you will take someone of any age, question mark? Yes. A yes. 25-year-old man or woman says, so I want to learn this trade. Mm-hmm. I think our first group of
3: apprentices, we had an 18-year-old student apprentice, and then I think our oldest was... 32, 36, 36 like Yeah, it was forty years old. Yeah, yeah. So, so we had a really good spectrum on that, and like I said, mm-hmm. they all picked up different things and learned different different aspects of it. So I it see. is not just that's for, human nature. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah.
2: But not just for eighteen-year-olds. I think that's kind of the what everybody thinks of is uh, you're coming out of high school, you you're not going to college. You're going to be an apprentice in something sure so that's kind of the path of least resistance or low hanging fruit but yeah it's definitely open to to anybody who's who's interested yeah i don't think we're turning folks away at this point i hear
1: you how do they track you all down we're on all the social medias where we have a website trades-ed.org we've got some updated information on there they can contact us through that they can see what we have planned for this Mm -hmm. year Mm -hmm. right now we're just offering an introduction to plumbing which we call project eight that's what we're offering right now and we hope later on to to not just do that and we hope to do some continuing education for plumbers we hope to bring in manufacturers to offer local plumbing companies some recurrent training i guess you call it uh,
3: specific like if they're coming out with a new product or if they're doing an update mm-hmm. to a product they can use our facility if they don't have a local facility is kind of what we've been yeah the, the idea we've been
0: doing. a continuing ed idea i'm mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm.
3: smart yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, it's required. The plumbing license is a state license. So you have to have so many hours of continuing it every two years. And I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. So, like, if, if you have a state
0: license, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <yep. That's
3: laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, so. yeah. So we were thinking, too, of like, uh, it's kind of limitless. We're really open to. If anybody, anybody's ideas, I mean, we, we've got a facility. We've got uh, – we can kind of make it whatever you want. If there's a plumbing contractor out there that has a specific need that they need to train their guys, they could bring that to us. We could develop the curriculum. We mm-hmm. could put the classroom together, bring the guys in, and obviously it's not free, but we <laughs> could uh, definitely uh, – Help them. Yeah, we could help in that sort of way as well. Uh, return on investment over time. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. could be huge for yep.
3: everyone involved. And it gives them a facility that is – complete so there is all the water there is all the sewer there so there's a space where we can do that live and it's not just a theoretical training it is an actual once again hands-on and if it's you know learning how to do carriers you know we talked about that with some of the commercials on yeah. big carriers and stuff on how to install those it's not a powerpoint presentation on how to install those it's <laughs> okay this is how you, and now we're gonna have come over on these walls and
0: we're actually going to be installing them a little scary when you said there was actually gas running through stuff a little scary there. Yeah, things that explode. Yeah, <laughs> we're professionals. Don't worry. I hope so. It's not you I'm license. worried about. Right. Yeah. Hey, what's this do? No, don't touch. Yeah. I see. We gave the website. Yeah, trades-ed.org. Yes, sir. Is that the best way to track y'all down? Social media.
1: Yeah, social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram,
0: YouTube. All the above. All mm-hmm. the
1: above. Those links are on the website, so Perfect. easy to get to.
0: Perfect. That is the best way to get a hold of you. Mm-hmm. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate y'all coming in. Well, we appreciate the invite. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for, for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure, Chris. We didn't, we didn't plug Mastercraft at all. We said it a couple times.
3: Yes, Mastercraft Plumbing out of the uh, Jefferson area. Um, if if
1: water runs through it, we do it. That's our. That's, that's our what I was saying. trying to get out of. I yeah. knew he was going to say that. <laughs> there you it.
3: go. That's it. That's uh...
1: well, and we are honored to be on what the number three business podcast in the state of Georgia. They say number yes, three, three, but, but I've heard number one. Well, <laughs> you know, my, my little sick mind it is, but
0: uh, <laughs> yes, we were we were credited credited with being the number three business podcast in the state of Georgia that you must follow. Absolutely. In 2024, we are the number three. So congratulations. So those two other two better watch out. (laughs) Gentlemen, thank you. Keith, Tim, Chris, thanks for being here. I appreciate you all. Folks, check them out. Trades-ed.org. Start a whole new career and do it right. Hey, I'm Tom Sheldon.